Mom has always loved to take walks. This becomes problematic, though, with Alzheimer's. Here's how I handled it. We are bold, strong, courageous, and compassionate. We are warriors, daily sacrificing our lives to care for a loved one. How do we cope with the constant changes, the financial strain, plan for a life when our caregiving duties are over, all while providing the best care possible for our loved one? These are the blaring questions this podcast will explore. My name is Nancy Landa. Welcome to Alzheimer's Caregiver Radio. For as long as I can remember, mom loved to take walks. Even when I was a kid, she would take us on nature walks and point out various plants along the way. Walking is what she loved to do. Back when mom was first diagnosed with Alzheimer's, we knew the problem this would create. And, And even while we were still living on the Cape, mom would just up and go out for a walk. This is something that she has done pretty much all of her life. But this totally freaked out my dad once she had the diagnosis of Alzheimer's. He was genuinely worried she would forget about who she was or get lost. And I remember telling her neurologist about this in one of the appointments. And so we asked mom about, well, do you get plenty of exercise? Do you go out and take walks? And and she says, oh, yes, I take walks all the time, which was the truth. And then he asked, well, does Nancy go with you? And she said, oh, no, she can't keep up with me which was hilarious, and I don't know how, but the neurologist, he he was able to keep his composure and not laugh, but I could tell that he was amused by her her reply. So once we're here and and my dad has passed away, I wanted to make sure that mom had as much freedom and independence as I could, but I needed to know where she was at all times, but I couldn't always see her in the yard. Now, I have a rather large place. It's two and a half acres here with barns and buildings and, and trees and bushes. So seeing where she is at any particular time was a real challenge. But I knew I had to keep her safe. And so one day, um, I couldn't find her anywhere in the yard. I went out and looked all around the yard, walked the whole place, and I didn't see her. And I thought, well, maybe while I was out looking for her, she came back in the house, went back in the house and looked all over the house, and she wasn't anywhere in the house and so at that point, I called 911 and reported her as missing. And then I called my daughter, Christy, and Christy came um, and, you know, I told her that her grandmother was missing and, you know, can she go out and take a, see if she can find her. And so Christy finally did. She found her about a mile past her house. Now, Christy lives about a mile, a little over a mile from me. And so mom had walked almost two miles and when Christy found her. And so when Christy brought her back home, the police had come and I had, you know, reported and talk, was talking with them when Christy drove in with mom. And Christy took me aside and she said, I, she's had an accident. I, I can smell it. So apparently mom got nervous when she was out on the road and not recognizing anything and her bowels just kind of let loose. Um, so I just brought her in the bathroom and we got her cleaned up and got everything you know back to the way it was but three more times that year I caught mom trying to wander off out of the 
out of the yard. And I thank God that I was able to see her do it. Even if it was from a window, I could run out there and guide her back to the house. But she had the idea that she was going to walk home. Now, home for her at this point was Wallingford, Connecticut, where she grew up as a, a child on her grandfather's farm. And she thought she was going to walk there from South Carolina. No concept of distance or how much time it's going to take to, to do such, such a thing. So um, I wondered, you know, how can I allow her to continue to enjoy the front porch, which is screened in, but control her walks around the yard? And the answer finally came, deadbolt locks that are keyed on both sides. So I ordered the locks and my son-in-law um, installed them for me, both on the porch door and the back door. Those are the two doors that mom used all the time. And therefore, you know, even though mom was really frustrated by the locks and, you know, really would bang hard on the door and try to get the door open, I was able to control when she walked around the yard and would often walk with her. She'd like to walk right after she ate her lunch. So, you know, I would unlock the door and let her walk out while I watched her on the from the porch. Or I would just go out there and walk with her. We'd look at the flowers and talk about that. Um... The big takeaway here is the tremendous peace of mind that I had knowing that she was now safe from wandering off. I can't tell you how much peace that gave me knowing that she was safe and I had a little more control over where she went and she wouldn't get lost again. Hey, thanks so much for listening to today's podcast. I put together an Alzheimer's Caregiver Survival Pack. It's a collection of books to help you take care of yourself so you can be at your best for your loved one. And the best part is it's absolutely free. You can pick up your Alzheimer's Caregiver Survival Pack at alzheimerscaregiverradio.com. For more information about anything on today's show, head on over to my blog at alzheimerscaregiverradio.com slash blog. You'll find all the information mentioned on today's podcast, including links for easy navigation.